When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shane Flanagan talking to the boys there. Robbie Slater is on the line as we look ahead to the Asian Cup quarterfinal. G'day, Robbie. G'day, Matty. Um, How are you, mate? Love Shane Flanagan, love Shane Flanagan mate, but uh, Ben Hunt's still the go-to man for the Dragons, mate. There's no doubt about <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, I knew you'd have an opinion straight away, and that's what I love about it. Hey, talk to me about this quarterfinal. And, and can I start yep. first up? I don't know if you're listening earlier, but I, I see victories like this against Indonesia. We win 4-0, and then you hear and see criticism, which is easy to find these days. But I kind of sometimes I think, mate, what else does Graham Arnold and the Socceroos have to do? I don't know, Matty. You've hit the nail on the head. I actually did a column last week on it. And um, it's like, you know, and I, got, I got a bit, you know, I got a bit of flack for bringing in the Matildas, but it wasn't meant to bring in the Matildas as, you know, putting them in any way, shape or form in bad light. But I put it like this, Benny. And we saw the reaction to the Matildas in the World Cup uh, last year, which was unbelievable. But if the Matildas went and played three group games, one, two, uh, drew one against a very good side, then went to the round of 16 and smashed the team full and middle in a major tournament to go to the quarterfinals, I think we would be sort of applauding and they'd get a lot of credit, and rightfully so, like like they did at the World Cup. Okay, they didn't go on and win it, but, but I think you get what I mean and what the listeners hopefully get what I mean. But with the Socceroos, there's a whole different mindset and attitude. And you know where it comes from, Maddie? It doesn't come from people like you. Uh, And I've said this to many people who've asked me about this during the week, including mates of mine who are league fans or AFL fans. But like the Matildas, they'll watch the Socceroos. And And they're not the ones that do make this criticism and make things awkward for Graham Arnold. It's not the people outside of football. They get sort of, really? the soccer, I get, the soccerers must be doing well. They're in the quarterfinal. They just won 4-0. But it's yeah. the football people. And that's what gets me. And it's been forever, for decades, that football is the best at eating its own. And it, and it really does. And, and there's this thing against Graham Arnold, I don't know why it is. It stems back a long time, but particular to the qualifiers before the last World Cup when we had to go to the playoffs and people were calling for him to be relieved of his job before the playoffs. Of course, he went on and we qualified uh, with the Grey Wiggles in goals and uh, we had a very good World Cup. All things considered, we did things that no one really imagined that we would do. We pushed the world champions all the way. But here we are in another major tournament um, and it seems negativity everywhere. And as I said, not from the people outside of the game, it's the people within the game. And it's, it's not only across the Socceroos, but it's, it's really unfortunately rears its head in the local competition as well. So yeah. for me, I think they've done... If you ask me, like, have they been sensational, scintillating? No. Have they been professional and got the job done? Yes. Is there room for improvement? Of course there is. There always is. And a tournament is about building. And now they build to a quarterfinal, which is the the pick of the four quarterfinals, and they got the toughest draw. 
They've got South Korea with Son Hung Min from Spurs, of course, and you know four other superstars who play in the Premier League, uh, Bayern Munich and Paris Saint-Germain. So on paper, we're up against it, but we've been up against it before. And one thing you can say about Graham Arnold is tactically he has experience and he knows how to get results. We've got a few advantages. They play two days after us, so they've had a lot yeah. less rest time. And we've got a very, very athletic side. And they had to go. They had to go the long way through Saudi Arabia as well. So a long, long match there, 120 minutes in, yeah, in point, the end. And like you point. say, yeah, like you say, those those two days. I often wonder, Robbie, at this stage of professional of your professional life, whether whether those kind of gaps make a difference. I mean, athletes are athletes, and they're prepared to go the hard yards when it comes in front of them. But in a tournament like this, the two days would would feel massive for. For an Australian player and/or a South Korean player, and especially those that have a little niggle along the way. Yeah, look, it does make a difference in these kind of tournaments, and and like you rightfully pointed out, they went the whole distance. You know, extra time and the emotion of penalties. Now you can look at that and say, you know, against the Saudis, that gives them energy and it's a massive boost, but, and that's true in one respect. But I think the two days recovery. Uh, extra for the Socceroos, who already are a very, you know, athletic side. They, they, you know, one thing about this Socceroos team is they get around, they press, and the athleticism is there, which is very important. When you don't have the quality of player that the other team has, and we certainly don't have that, but we've got those two days, uh, which makes the difference. It doesn't make the whole difference, of course, because whatever you say, they've got world-class players, and, uh, you know, it'll be a match. This is like a final before the final. You know, this could have been a final. And for the winner of this quarterfinal tomorrow morning, they've got a, you know, no disrespect to whoever they're going to play, but it will be Tajikistan or Jordan. So it's a very playable route to the final, whoever gets past this one. All right. Hey, just uh, on the Premier League, who do you reckon will end up replacing <laughs> Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool. I mean, you know, Ange Postacoglu's name's going to be thrown up and it makes a real good story for us. But is there any, yeah. is there any sort of main contender that you think would be, would be top of the list? Look, I think everyone, you know, inside Liverpool, the, the, the male is Darby Alonso, who played fantastic player, won the European Champions League with Liverpool, uh, played for a long time in the midfield before extending his career brilliantly at Real Madrid. Uh, he's coaching uh, or managing coaching, whichever way you want to put it. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen in the in the Bundesliga, they're unbeaten and they're top of the league. Which, if you know the Bundesliga, it's normally well Bayern by far who dominate, and Dortmund's the other team. So he's doing a great job there, and his name is reportedly at the top of the list. But look, whoever comes in, and Andrew's name with what he's doing will be thrown in. But I think he's on a journey at Spurs, and I think he'll stay there. Um, it's a massive job to replace Jurgen Klopp. When you have a manager of this stature uh, who's been there so long, uh, you know, it's difficult to replace. And uh, we saw with Arsene Wenger when he left Arsenal, Sir Alex Ferguson when he left Manchester United, those two clubs have never really... Re- well, they haven't recovered till this day to the, to the heights they were under those two managers. Hopefully that won't be the case for Liverpool. They've certainly got a fantastic squad at the moment. They're going to be right in there for the, in the mix. For the title this season, of course, they're top of the table with a certain Manchester City looming. So, you know, that's the concentration now for Klopp, but 
you have to have an eye on next season about who's going to fill that chair because it's a big one. 100%. Good on you, mate. Great to catch up. Thanks for your thoughts on that. There's plenty to play out, and we look forward to early start Saturday morning and see how the Socceroos go against South Korea. Thanks, Robbie. Good on you, Matty. Cheers, mate. Bye. Robbie Slater joining us there. Give me your thoughts on that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the open line. Oh, happy to take your text this morning on 0457 736 736. We're back after this.